Ontario, that was Dunai from their most recent album, with a traditional Ukrainian folk song called Susidko, The Neighbor. Dobry večer i vitaju vas vsih šanovni radio suhači na radio peredaču naš holos radio krinskoho korinja na bhatomovni radio stanci CHMB AM 1320 u misti Vankuveri. Pri mikrofoni pavina djakuju štori šele prebute zimnoju na stupnu hodinu. Hello there and welcome to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavlina. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a great program lined up for you. We have a book review of two books written by a Winnipeg author based on her family's experiences during the Stalinist times. As well, we have Victor's vignettes and a new narrator for Victor from Vancouver, Stan Nestenko, and he'll be telling Victor's story about what it was like growing up in the Soviet Union. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a brand new um, addition to the Nasholis Library. This is a group from Toronto called Lira. And uh, here they are with a song with original lyrics written by my colleague in Edmonton, Roman Breton. Here they are now, Lira from Toronto with Spohade Reflections. Субтитры 
another fairly new addition to the Nationalist Library that was a group from Montreal called Rosa, and that song was Stoit Topolia, There Stands a Poplar. Coming up next is Fata Morgana and lead vocalist Alexei Kerekesha, and uh, this goes back a little ways. It is a song about a Ukrainian hero, a historical figure by the name of Nichai. Тіло по кавалку, пусть 
скалы на бок. to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we look at two books for middle grade readers by Manitoba author Gabriel Goldstone. Redstone tells the story of Stalin's cruel destruction of the Kulak way of life during the 1930s through the eyes of 11-year-old Katya Halter. In the companion volume Broken Stone, Gabriel Goldstone picks up Katya's story as she returns from Siberia to find strangers living in her home. As Redstone begins, Katya and her brother Albert are playing near the windmill on the family farm. She picks up a chunk of red granite, which she carries with her for many years. It will become a symbol of her family's prosperous past life when they lived in the village of Fedorovka, about 35 kilometers northwest of Zhytomyr and an hour west of Kiev, in what is today Ukraine. Katya's father is a successful farmer. These farmers were known as kulaks. However, Stalin has a plan to start collectivization, and his plans do not include the kulaks. In this chilling story of how quickly life can change, Katya and her family are forced to leave their home and travel to a labor camp in the Siberian Gulag. How will they survive the terrible conditions? Broken Stone picks up Katya's story after the family returns to their village of Fedorovka. Their uncle Leo, a member of the Communist Party, has organized their release. At first, they stay with his wife, their Aunt Helena. However, Leo arranges for them to travel to East Prussia, where their father's relatives live. They have never met these relatives before, and they are terrified to leave their homeland. What will happen when they arrive in East Prussia? How long will they have to stay with these strangers? Gabriel Goldstone's novels represent a very personal journey. Redstone, which was first published under the title The Kulak's Daughter in 2010, is dedicated to her mother, Elsa and other Kulak children. In the introduction, readers are told, this is a work of fiction, but the story of what happened to the Kulaks is true. As a child, Goldstone often heard stories about Stalin's cruel treatment of the Kulaks from her mother. She used these memories to create the courageous main character, Katja Halter. Goldstone also traveled to Ukraine to search through KGB files to fill in the details of her novels. Even though Broken Stone continues the poignant story of Katja Halter, this novel can definitely stand on its own. It tells Katja's story as a young adult struggling to keep her family together in the face of incredible loss and difficult circumstances. However, readers would be well advised to read the two novels in sequence because the stories are so powerful. Both novels are skillfully written with believable characters, interesting historical detail, and realistic situations. Readers who are hoping for a portrayal of Ukrainian nationalism during Stalin's oppression of the Kulaks will be disappointed, because the characters see themselves as Russians. Katja's mother, Matilde, tells her sister, Russia is our country now. My children were born here, just like you and me. We must focus on the here and now and adapt. We may be Germans, but we're Russian Germans now. However, these novels represent a powerful portrait of man's inhumanity to man during Stalin's reign of terror. Although these events happened long ago, Katja's words still ring true for readers in today's world. You never know what will happen next. You can plan and hope, 
and do all things right, and then a storm comes along. Gabriel Goldstone studied 20th century German literature at university. She wanted to read stories about her ancestors, but found that none were written. After the collapse of the Soviet Union, Gabriel started investigating her mother's family history and traveled to Ukraine in 2004. As a result of her research, she wrote the novel Redstone. Redstone was previously published as The Kulak's Daughter in 2010. It received a Silver Moonbeam Award for historical fiction and was included in Resource Link's 2010 Year's Best List for grades 7 to 12. In 2015, it was published in a new and improved version by Rebel Light, along with the sequel, Broken Stone. Gabriel Goldstone lives in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Redstone and Broken Stone are available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com.
and a group of young musicians from Winnipeg called Molodzi with a song called Early Bird of Spring. That's something I think we're all looking forward to, at least in the Northern Hemisphere these days. Coming up next, the Interlake Polka Kings from the Interlake area in Manitoba and a step back in time with a song from their album. It was a vinyl recording that I grew up with, and it was called Looking to the Future. The song is Hardships on the Farm. Radio Peredachu Nash Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinya Nabahatumovni Radio Stansi CHMB AM Trinatia Dvatiat Umisti Vancouveri Premikrofoni Palina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Pavlina.
from Montreal, a girl group called Chetamashena. They've been around a long, long time, and that is a song from their CD called Postejkach Mri, Along Paths of a Dream, and a song about two trees, Smerishka i Kashtan, the fir tree, and the chestnut. Coming up next is a rockabilly group from Ukraine called Otvinta, and a song with a title that I'm not really sure exactly what it means, but it's a great title and a great song. Dharma ya neusya tsibuli, in vain I ate onions. У серці пече, ще не було такої весни. Гострий погляд твоїх незрівняних очей, наче цвяхо прибив до стіни. Ти сама підійшла, дивина середи, досить близько, щоб я зрозумів. Дарма я на місяці My 
My name is Stanislav Nastenko, and I'm pleased to bring you Victor's vignettes. Stories about life in Soviet and post-Soviet Ukraine. These stories were written by Viktor Sergeyev, who lives in Mykolaiv, Ukraine. Viktor worked as freelance technical translator from English, but now has multiple sclerosis, which makes speaking difficult for him. But he finds great joy and a creative outlet in writing and sharing his stories online and on Nashvola's Ukrainian Roots Radio. You can find Victor's original transcript along with his commentary at his blog Vignettes Life in Ukraine. Links and audio files at www.nashgolos.com In Soviet times, life was always divided into two parts. Before the revolution and after the revolution. Or before the war and after the war. It all began in the playground. Our childish games started by creating two opposing teams, positive and negative players, kind of like cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians. Only we played mostly war games. In every war game there are always enemies, our soldiers against their soldiers. If the game was re-enacting the 1917 revolution, then it was red, красные against white, белые. And when it was re-enacting World War II, it was Russians, русские, against German, немцы. Of course, historical figures and political leaders of the day were also categorized. Lenin, Katowski, Budyony, Chapayev were good. Hitler, Mao Zedong, Nixon were bad. There were, however, only two persons that were never categorized, nor even mentioned, Stalin and Khrushchev. In the early 1960s, people in Soviet Union were still undecided as to whether those two were positive or negative persons. After the collapse of communism, our life before 1991 was called either during the Soviet Union times which is positive reflection, or during the Sovok times, which is a negative reflection. However, nobody came up with a common term to describe life after 1991. The mass media dubbed it during independence, but it never really caught on with the general population. With Ukrainian sovereignty currently under attack in a totally unexpected war with Russia, it might yet catch on. One of the fronts of this war with Russia is the propaganda front, also called the information war. This is something new for the Western world, but for those of us who grew up in Soviet times, it's like stepping into the past. Soviet propaganda created another polarity in our lives. There was a standard joke about the two major Soviet media outlets, Pravda, which means truth, and Izvestia, which means news. У дивні часи ми живемо. Нема правди в ізвістіях, нема новин у правди. We live in the strangest times. No news in правда. The truth. No truth in ізвістія. In the news. And another common one. The shortest joke. Communism. Our lives in the USSR were saturated with Soviet propaganda. It was everywhere, from the cradle to the grave. Starting in kindergarten, throughout elementary and high school, then in higher education, and afterwards we were bombarded in movies, TV, literature, billboards, everywhere. Granted, it was crude by today's standards. Still, its very crudeness, along with its ubiquity, revealed the patterns and technique of state propaganda. Now, for us who lived through this absurdity, It's easy to spot the difference between fact and fabrication in today's media. For those who didn't, not so much. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Victor Svignet's stories from the life of Viktor Sergeyev in Mykolaiv, Ukraine. You can find Victor's original transcript and commentary at his blog. Vignettes Life in Ukraine. 
For audio archives and links, visit www.nashvolos.com. I'm Stanislav Nastenka in Vancouver, Canada. Until next time. Up next, Chocolade with Namalui Meninich, Paint Me the Night.
Вже вечір вечоріє, повстанське серце б'є, а лента на бої поспішно подає, а лента за лентою на бої подавай, країські повстанче в бою не відступай, а лента за лентою на бої подавай, країські повстанче в бою не відступай. А ворог атакує, і прийде, що сил, юнак кулемет, яких правно косив. А хлента зелентою на бої подавай, країнські повстанче в бою не вступай. А хлента зелентою на бої подавай, країнські повстанче в бою не вступай. Як сонце сходило, втомлений юнак, Упав він ранений, упав він на взнак. Ах, лента за лентою на бої подавай, Країнські повстань, ще в бою не вступай. Ах, лента за лентою на бої подавай, Країнські повстань, ще в бою не вступай. До нього санітарка поспішно йде, в обличчя вдивляєсь, його пізнає. А хлента зелентою на бої подала, Українські повстанчі в бою не відступай. А хлента зелентою на бої подавай, Українські повстанчі в бою не відступай. Із пече в гудях рана Біля кулемета дівчина молода Ах, лента за лентою на бої подавай Країнські повстанче в бою не вступай Ах, лента за лентою на бої подавай Країнські повстанче в бою не вступай А ворог атакує Повстанче в бою не відступай, Ах, лента зелентою на бої подавай, Країнські повстанче в бою не відступай. Ою лузі під Донбасом в кроваву годину Поставали наші хлопці Знов за батьківщину Поставали наші хлопці Знов за батьківщину Україну злії люди Хочуть зґвалтувати Тому стали Тому встали українці її захищати Із цієї України зібрались завзяті Руйми встали до загину рятувати матір Стали до загину рятувати матір. Ради смерті урагани смерть носила люта. Та не зможуть ці тирани. 
Пане, в рабство нас закути, Та не зможу ціти рани, Рабство нас закути. Буде жити добра слава На землі козацькій, І збереже Бог державу And a couple of songs reflecting the current reality in Ukraine today and the ongoing war. You just heard from an ATO, from ATO soldiers singing Oy Uluzi Pid Donbassum, a song about a meadow in the Donbass area of eastern Ukraine currently being destroyed. And prior to that was Taras Chubai and Linta Zalentuyu, past the cartridge for the ribbon. For the very best in Ukrainian programming, tune in to Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio in Vancouver every Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on AM 1320 CHMB and online at am1320.com. Live in Nanaimo Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM and online at chly.ca. And elsewhere in the world on the PCJ Radio Network on AM FM and Shortwave Radio. In between broadcasts, you can find us online at www.nashholos.com. And our proverb of the week translates as Know yourself and do not blame others. Well, our time is about up, so to take us to the end of our program, we have Romko from Edmonton and Canada's National Kalameka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.